If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or your computer or whatever device you have. You know, Anchor will distribute your podcast for you uh, so it can be heard on uh, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. I mean, a lot more. Mine is on there also. You know, I totally recommend it. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum, um, you know, listenership. Like, you don't have to have a minimum. Like, every time somebody click and play that thing, man, you're getting paid, man. I'm dead serious. I know that because that's why I'm talking to you right now. <laughs> it's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. You know, um, and what I want you guys to do is go to uh, download the free Anchor app or go to Anchor F. Anchor.fm to get started. You know, that's anchor.fm to get started. This is the Honorable DJ Metal Monkey, and uh, I'm getting ready to start this show in a hot second. So, um, ladies and gentlemen, get that Anchor FM app and holler at your boy. You can call it magic, you can call it mystery, but you are going to call me. The Honorable DJ Mellow Monkey. Good morning, everyone. It's your girl, Raya X, with her daily hip-hop exclusives. Tuning in to the Honorable DJ Metal Monkey Radio Show, bitch. Alright, for our first topic, Lil Boozy blames Juice World's death on Pilot, alleges he was the one who snitched to the feds. While fans continue to mourn Juice World's passing, it seems others are still trying to make sense of his untimely death. As far as who's responsible, Lil Boozy believes that Juice World's Pilot should take ownership for part of Juice World's death. In an interview with Vlad TV, Boozy said he blames the pilot for snitching on Juice and his crew to the feds about the drugs on board the plane, which allegedly prompted Juice World to swallow a bunch of Percocets in an attempt to hide them from the authorities that searched the plane. I would beat the fucking pilot's ass. Somebody need to beat the fucking pilot's ass. And ain't and angry boozy said the one who told people they had fucking guns on the plane you the one that made the people search the plane now early on in the video boozy admits he didn't know juice world personally but he believed he was a talented young rapper and reached out to a few times reached out to him a few times before what are your thoughts on what boozy said okay so my thoughts on what boozy said I 100% agree with what he said. I believe the pilot was the one that snitched. Because honestly, why else would they stop him for no reason? I mean, I understand they've been looking for him. But for real, they're not going to know where the hell he at. Unless somebody opened their goddamn mouth. And I believe it was the goddamn pilot. The goddamn pilot should take full responsibility for fucking snitching. And for real, it's his fault that Juice World died. For real, it's like, 
like, damn, bro. Like, why you had a snitch like that? On uh, some real ish? I feel like they go, man, I'm gonna tell you right now, I know that there's a bounty on this dude. Like, I know his, uh, I know Juice World folk by the, man, they about to shoot this mug up. That's what he get for real. Like, how you gonna sit there and do that to somebody, bruh? What if that was your best friend? What is that was your son, your daughter, like, your mama, your daddy? Like, come on, bruh. Like, you really gonna do that? And you know it's his goddamn birthday? Like, come on, bruh. How would you feel if somebody did that to you? God dang, I hate people sometimes, man. God damn. And for once, Boozy done said something that I actually agree with. Because I don't like him personally. But he finally said something smart. And something that made goddamn sense. But like I said, R.I.P. Juice World, we love you, baby. And for our next topic, why Lil Uzi Vert is the most stylish man of the decade. No one knows it better man writes better embraced our anything goes fashion moment. One of my favorite photos of the last 10 years comes from the Instagram of Lil Uzi Vert. In it, he and Young Thug appear to be taking a break from shopping, exertion, Thug is dripping in pearls and holding an open bag stuck in $100 bills. But Uzi commands the frame, the eye follows his feet, clad in women's Chanel sneakers, along his tattooed calves. Past a fetching cardigan, short set, ascended by a Chanel purse and a flute of rose. All the way up to his smiling face, sandwiched between twin diamond chokers and a top knot of locks. <clears throat> the decade started in darkness with George Zimmerman killing Trayvon Martin for wearing a hoodie and further politicizing that garment. In the months and years that followed alongside the Black Lives Matter movement, the expert display of black pain took a bloody sheen of prestige of importance. Affirmations of black happiness then emerged as a refusal of a burnout, a pressure valve for the anguish of black life. With them came an aesthetic of black boy joy. Flower crowns, pastels, a visual softening of male aggression and stoicism. Most celebrated against a palette of sinness and straightness. The Uzi Vert is far from the first rapper to love fashion or wear feminine clothing, but he is a delightful delightful bookmark for his new lens okay let's see of course the presence of joy is not the absence of darkness the line fans shouted from uzi's biggest hit is push me to the edge all my friends are dead and the softening of gender is not its destruction on that's a rack he says that a woman he was dming turned out to be a man thinking himself clever he raps luck sent on my vision that's the only thing that's trans something past progress and illusionary the decade descended into an anything goes fashion moment that requires a certain amount of mischief to truly enjoy who else has enough mischief to announce that he had fallen out with a longtime pal playboy cardi who joined him on asap mobs rap simmons tribute on sauce it up he croons combs there's carson's hearts on my cardi I was in a Lamb, Cardi was in a Rari, only to clarify that the two weren't so distant that they couldn't have 
a friendly dress off. When this magazine caught up with him earlier this year, the hotel room had a pile of at least a half a million dollars worth of fashion. And his fit pics suggest he dives into and runs out into the world with whatever sticks. It's a spirit he's embodied since his white tinned all my chains days and it's only gotten better from there. Offbeat designers are chival pieces, color and pattern, and gender agonism. To paraphrase Uzi, he does what he wants. If he puts our minds to it, we all could. So one thing I want to say is, just because this man is feminine in clothing doesn't mean he's gay. A lot of a lot of y'all people go ahead and judge Young Thug, um, Kanye, Lil Uzi, um, a lot of these artists just because you know they're into fashion. It's cause y'all know nothing about a sense of fashion. Just because a man wears a purse doesn't mean he gay. Everybody has their own taste of clothing. And I personally think he has a good fashion sense. I think he's one of the hottest artists when it comes to fashion. Y'all people need to open up y'all minds and go ahead and take a look at different things. Wear different things. Stop trying to be hood and gangster all the time. Bagging y'all pants and shit. That's gay. Do y'all even know what the hell that meant in jail, man? That means you was ready for that in prison. Y'all know what I'm talking about. So I don't understand why y'all judging this man based upon the fact that he got a purse on. Man, y'all is out here sagging y'all pants, showing y'all butt booty cheeks. Y'all don't think that's fruity? Come on, folks. Stop judging a man based upon his clothing, man. Trippy Red tells Nick Cannon about Mariah Carey's influence on his musical style. He used to sing her songs when he was a kid. As one of the most celeb celebrated singers in the world, Mariah's influences can be heard in the generation of vocalists who have come after her. Throughout Ariana Grande's career, Mariah's comparisons are unavoidable. But who would have thought that Trippie Red is added to the list of young artists who have been impacted by Mariah's legacy? The 20-year-old rapper caught up with Mariah's ex-husband, Nick Cannon, on his Power 106 morning show to talk about his recently relaxed Pro, I mean, I meant to say release project I love letter to for during their discussion. Trippy shared that when he was younger, Mariah was a key player in his musical taste. When I was a kid, I used to sing this Mariah Carey song, he said as Nick laughed. I used to make my grandma and my mother cry and ish. That's why I really got into it, like wanting to make love music and shit like that. Because I just seen how it hit people differently, that turn up shit and everything else. Nick said he would deliver the message to Mariah that she helped shape Trippy's creativity. I swear to God, I used to blow their mind with that shit, Trippy continued. I don't know how, but my voice was so high when I was younger, hitting them notes. Trippy admitted that he still makes those turn-up tracks as he's a versatile artist that can switch things up. Watch his interview below. Y'all can go ahead and check out his interview on Power 106 FM, Nick Cannon in the Mornings. One thing I want to say is that is that is that is interesting. I really didn't think Mariah Carey would influence Trippy Red, but I can kind of see where he's coming from. Cause from a love letter to you, folks, he's doing a lot of singing. You know what I'm saying? 
And for him to come out and say that and, you know, not be afraid that people going to judge him or call him gay and stuff like that, that's what's up, man. I love the fact that you letting people know influence you, man. I'm, I'm proud of you, Trippy. You're doing real good, man. Congrats on your new album. I love letting it to you for it. hit the Billboard charts. I do believe it was number three. At first, it was number three on the charts. It was number three on the charts. And um, which I'm going to call it. X's album was on was um, number two for a minute. And I was like, wow, there go my boy Trippy Red, man. If y'all haven't heard a love letter to you for Y'all definitely need to go ahead and check it out. And no, 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 it was not influenced by Koi LaRae. The album was actually made way before Koi LaRae was in the picture. But enough of that, because that's not what we talk about. You feel me? Y'all need to go support my boy Trippy Red. He is one of the most versatile artists, versatile artists in the industry. Y'all need to go ahead and check them out. Because if y'all don't, I will. <laughs> 50 Cent and Russell Simmons bash Oprah over Me Too documentary. Media mogul Oprah Winfrey's forthcoming Me Too documentary is already sparking controversy. Hip-hop artist 50 Cent took to Instagram on Thursday writing, I don't understand why Oprah is going after black men. Along with a photo of Winfrey and Russell Simmons, the latter of whom was accused of sexual misconduct in 2017. Simmons, a 62-year-old 60, music mogul, has denied the allegations. No Harvey Weinstein, no Epstein, just Michael Sick, Jackson, and Russell Simmons. This shit is sad, writes 50 Cent. Winfrey and Impact Partners have joined forces with filmmakers Kirby Dick and Amy Zuring for a documentary set to air on Apple, Apple TV Plus in 2020 about sexual assault in the music industry. It features Drew Dixon, one of the several women to allege Simmons heard. In a separate Instagram post, also uploaded Thursday, 50 Cent shared a composite image of six men, Bill Cosby, R. Kelly, Weinstein, Jeffrey Epstein, Kevin Spacey, and President Donald Trump. The first two men have the word jail written under their faces while walk is placed under the others, all of whom are white. You think Oprah don't notice how this shit is playing out, 50 Cent writes? Simmons also took to Instagram to share his own thoughts. Dearest Oprah, you have been a shining light to my family and my community. He begins the lengthy post, which he shared Friday morning. It's so troubling that you choose to single me out in your recent documentary. I have already admitted to being a playboy, more appropriately titled today, Womanizer, sleeping with and putting myself in more compromising situations than almost any man I know. So many that some could reinterpret or reimagine a different recollection of the same experiences. He adds he's passed nine three-hour lie detector tests and the stories are unusable. 
I am guilty of exploiting, supporting, and making the soundtrack for a grossly unequal society, but I have never been violent or forced myself on anyone, he writes. Still, I am here to help support a necessary shift in power and consciousness. A rep for Oprah didn't immediately respond to the post request seeking comment. Okay, so one thing I want to say about the whole situation is... Oprah, what's wrong with you, sis? Like, you're accusing a man of doing something that's not true. And he has passed lie detector tests to the point where he's telling the truth. You're looking mad stupid right now, sis. You're looking mad stupid. Because now they're going to ask you and you finna fail that test. So what you going to do? what you gonna do sis because <laughs> i don't even know what to say other than like damn you embarrassed your whole you embarrassed yourself in front of the whole it's ridiculous I just want to give a special thanks to the honorable DJ Metal Monkey for producing a wonderful, when I mean wonderful, Cocaine Mummies 3. He dedicated Cocaine Mummies 3 to Raya X. Y'all should go ahead and get that. Make sure y'all go ahead and check that out. I got some little snippets of my new mixtape that's coming out. Probably, I'm going to say give or take, by New Year's. Um, the mixtape is called RX, in case y'all don't know. Y'all can go ahead and check out my single insecurities on all platforms. Y'all can go ahead and check out my single IB on all platforms. And I just want to give a special thanks again to the Honorable DJ Middle Monkey for giving me the courage to continue doing what I'm doing every single day. Thank you, man. You are highly appreciated. You are my best friend, man. I love you, man. Lil Uzi Vert surprises children in Arkansas with winter coats. Ooh, okay. Lil Uzi Vert might have been missing in action for most of 2019, but he's closing out the year with a good deed. After delivering his highly anticipated Eternal E-Take single, Foot Soul Shuffle 2020, the Philly rapper has gifted winter coats to children across North Little Rocks, Arkansas. Unsuspecting kids were delivered the winter essentials alongside a message from Uzi himself. While some of the kids looked a little confused at first, they all seemed to be thankful for their coats. Uzi even dropped by in the comments for each of the posts thanking him for the coats. Um, there's a lot of children. It's so adorable. The coats came with a small holiday card from Uzi. Stay warm and enjoy your new coat. Lil Uzi Vert is no stranger to the philanthropy as he pledged for a pay for 
a student's 90,000 tuition earlier this year if they promised to finish college. Grand, I could pay for that. This is the thing though. If I pay for your college, are you going to finish college? He insisted on asking for students' Instagram and proof of his enrollment. If you don't show me, you won't get 90 grand from me. <coughs> okay, so one thing I want to say is I love Lil Uzi Vert personally. He has the most amazing personality. A lot of people judge him based upon his music. But that's the problem with people. For real. Y'all sitting there based in, like, talking a lot of crap about these artists when they really nice people, man. Who are y'all to sit there and judge somebody based upon their music? Because nowadays, I mean, every artist, every trap artist, you know, basically with their lyrics, they go with the beat. Because, you know, that's what's popping. That's what's popping in this generation. And that's what millennials like. And, you know, we gonna give them what they want. Period. Including Raya X. Period. But I personally think that was the sweetest thing he did this year. And all these kids, there's so many Instagram posts of kids that really needed these jackets, man. It's cold out there, man. I mean, it would have been nice if he did it for a, a whole bunch of people, but he ain't got to do nothing. He ain't got to give nobody ish, for real. But all I want to say is y'all need to go ahead and check out his new single, Futile. Shuffle, uh, whatever you want to call it. I heard it. It's a dope song, man. Go ahead and check that out, y'all. And I support Uzi no matter what he do. He's from North. He in North Philly. North Philly, homie. You know what I'm saying? I support all my people from up north. Um, all I want to say is, man, thank you, Uzi, for giving that out to children in need. Appreciate you, bro. For real. Good morning, everyone. It's your girl Raya X with her daily hip hop exclusives. Tuning in to the Honorable DJ Metal Monkey Radio Show, bitch.